Welcome to E20's fanfiction. It's a tale we tell of secrets and scandals. You've been voting in our polls for what you'd like to see. And we have been writing. There's a lot of drama. There's things we've been hiding. But no Dark Martin. It's the final chapter. The time has come. It's the last of E20's collaborative fan fiction. Oh, why? Why? I'm Emma. And I'm Connor. If you haven't noticed already, we have uploaded Chapter 9 as well this week, so go and check that out before you listen to this one. Or else, you know, nothing will make sense. It'll give away all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make sense the other way around, to be fair. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> We've come to the end. Who would have thought? And now, the, the end, end is near. And so we face the final curtain of friends. (laughs) But before we crack on with the final chapter, I can't do that, can you? (laughs) What did you pick? Well, let's find out. We asked who goes head to head with Doc Martin. We had a tie. It's Good Martin and Sonia. <gasps> what Ooh. a tag team. Why do I feel like that's like Mortal Kombat? You could just imagine like it being like, fight, and then Sonia like comes running out and just smacks him. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see that. <laughs> I would. I would be good money for that. And there's a big reveal. And there's so many ways in Walford that things are revealed. So we gave you some iconic options and you picked one of our favourites because everyone has everyone's number. <laughs> Standard. They all follow each other on like Instagram and stuff, even if they don't know they each do. other. Of course they do. Of course, everyone will receive a text. Yes! Good old Michaela style text. I love that. <laughs> Did he say as well, Amash? She's just uploaded a nice picture of her and Leo on Instagram. It says... Another picture of my darling boy before he was murdered by Whitney. Oh, <laughs> How lovely. sweet. <laughs> like. <laughs> we have another tie. We asked, what would you like us to randomly announce? Oh, well, I do love a random announcement. <laughs> <laughs> this one had to be in it. This one had to. You voted for one of our absolute favourites. It actually happened on here. Cousin Dominic is actually called Dermot. <laughs> Do you remember that moment when we were like, we've only just now realised we have been mispronouncing the name of Dermot. Mispronouncing? We just made it up? <laughs> Dominic, Father Dominic. <laughs> Do you remember we were like, oh, Father Dominic? <laughs> and the other one is Dottie Hates Liars. No way. She hates liars. Really? Blackmailing's all right, but, you know, you can't lie. Can't lie. <laughs> yeah, drug dealing's fine. Um, criminal acts of vandalism, fine. 
breaking and entering, fine. But lying, you're scum of the earth. And finally, we gave you one of the biggest decisions. And you delivered. Oh, you did. How would you like to see our story end? And you decided Cat reveals some big news. Ooh. I wonder what that could be. It's actually that Cousin Dominic is actually Dermot. <laughs> <laughs> She's the announcement. <laughs> she just stands up. Everyone, everyone. Cousin Dominic is actually Dermot. <laughs> ah. And they're all going, The crowd really? cheers. <laughs> so let's crack on with Chapter 10, Babe's Blackmail, Marvin's Revenge, and a good old-fashioned pub siege. <laughs> So I'll be starting chapter 10 and then Connor will be taking over halfway through. Where's Connor? Emma said, panicking, fearing that he might now be in the warehouse. He would never cancel a lip sync battle. And moreover, the hotel inspector was on tonight and he loved that show. I do, I really do. (laughs) Raymond, where's your dad? Emma asked, looking over to a three-year-old in a pushchair. Wearing oversized clothes that look like they belong to Denny. <laughs> if you haven't grasped that, guys, <laughs> Raymond's de-aged now. <laughs> you know, classic, classic standards. Time, space, age, none of it matters. She could have sworn he was older just an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he was. He was 14 was. an hour ago. Suddenly, the doors to the Vic opened, but her smiling face shrank to disappointment and fear when she realised it wasn't her brother. It was Aunt Babe. Get her out of here, or I'll help her! Stace roared. I'll rip her hair out! Cat snapped as she charged over to protect her family. And I'll club her with my stone dog! Haley said as she appeared, holding another statue that looked just like the stone dog she used to hit Johnny over the head. <laughs> I love that that's like a superpower. She materialises huge stone dogs. That's her in like the Avengers. Slaters, assemble! Yeah. Haley. Yeah. Who, who needs to worry about Thanos? She'll just clobber him in the back of the head with a massive dog. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Not unless you want this little video to go viral. I don't know what's happening, babe, now. What's happened to our voice? Babe threatened. What video? Emma asked. Aunt Babe showed her the phone in her hand. Connor showed me his phone in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, very method here at E20. Revealing a video, a grainy clip of her brother shoving Ruby off a bridge or a flyover. It was hard to make out. But he wasn't a murderer. Haley was. But Connor wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Still getting that in there. Still throwing Haley under I that bus. <laughs> I love it. Hundred grand. Nah. Well, everyone's going to know your little secret. Aunt Babe snarled. Connor wouldn't do that. He wouldn't. Jay yelled quietly. <laughs> <laughs> the letterbox swung open on the back door and something fell through. Jay, Peter, could you boys find out what that is while I keep our guest company? Emma asked. Looking down, they found a brown parcel, large and bulging with the shape of a gun. But when they looked inside, there wasn't a gun. There was just a VHS tape with evidence written on the front. 
Good old VHS. How can't he, eh? How can't he? Do we have a video player, though? Oh, uh, I think just for continuity, yes. <laughs> step back in time. Gonna step back in time. Let's do the do time, the time warp again. again. We shouldn't look at that. Peter said. I thought you hated liars, Jay remarked. I do, but it's not ours. I mean, it, it has two Emma and Connor. Hope this helps, written on the front. Peter pointed out. I love that. <laughs> two Emma and Connor. Hope this helps. I love it. We've got a guardian angel. So, let's hope it helps and play it. The pair and Raymond ran upstairs <laughs> as Raymond <laughs> was actually 14 and Emma was just delirious from the exposure to the fumes from Marvin's toilet bucket. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have heat stroke again? <laughs> As the trio went upstairs to view the VHS tape, the others remained downstairs. If you harm him, I swear I will rip you apart, Kat said, pointing her finger at Aunt Babe's face. Kathleen, <laughs> do I sound like that old woman? She actually sound like that. <laughs> Go all red water. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen, don't worry. I won't harm him. As long as I get what I'm owed. The old woman sneered, unafraid of the raven head Slater's threat. Suddenly, Connor appeared through the entrance of the Vic, looking terrified, distraught and guilty. I've done... I've done something terrible! The young man whimpered, his words trembling as he rushed into the arms of Cat, who hugged him tight. You're a murderer! Aunt Babe shouted. Listen, keep it down. You'll get your money. We've got a pub to run, which we never run. <laughs> I love it. It's the last chapter we're actually running the pub. <laughs> we're finally doing our job. It's only took ten chapters. <laughs> God knows how long we've not been working there because time doesn't exist in the fan fiction either. <laughs> we've got a pub to run and we don't need everyone knowing, Emma announced. Fine. Have your drinks. Have your songs, and I'll have my cash. Babe smiled as she sat at the end of the bar, waiting patiently. Connor rushed behind the bar, where he was embraced by his sister. Cat, Auntie Jean, do you mind looking after the bar? Emma asked. <laughs> there we go, there that we... lasted long. <laughs> <laughs> Working hard up until then. <laughs> sure, I'll make everyone my famous vodka surprise! Jean said, her words fun and light. Can I just say, give a shout out to Jean. All this chaos is going on. A house blew up just the other day. <laughs> and babes threatening with, she's just living her dream. She's loving life. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Haley was nowhere to be seen, having disappeared. Eager punters tapped at the doors, wanting to be let in. Oh, so we re weren't really working there, were we? No, no, just, just serving drinks to our family. <laughs> Man the bar, have some drinks for yourself. I also love the idea that they're tapping together. Yeah. Like, hello? Just. Hello? Come <laughs> <laughs> <Anyone> in. <laughs> They're not trying to break down the doors or properly knocking. It's just a. No, no, just a little tap. <laughs> Polite tap. <laughs> So Nan and Kat opened the doors and invited everyone in, because they were so polite, informing them that the lip-sync battle had been cancelled. Oh. We were going to sing Candy Floss with a case. I want it all. Oh. I, want I want it, it right, right now. now. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna lick, lick the, the whole plate clean. <laughs> Mark my words now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would have been really good. I think we would have. But Derek assured everyone it was fine. He had a few ideas of what to replace it with. Oh, interesting. What about the Derek and a legion of pub revelers began to drink and sing along to the old music man's piano playing. I killed mum. Derek sang, his voice soft like summer rain. Like I killed Lucy. Bobby sang back as though he was at a music concert. <laughs> oh, we're so proud of that moment. Another one, Derek. How about bring me sunshine? Said the old man at the back. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I've just come back from 1842. <laughs> Couldn't let chapter 10 go without Kathy and some other famous faces we're going to have later. <laughs> oh, yes, some lovely, lovely voices again. <laughs> Kathy said as she suddenly inebriated. Meanwhile, upstairs, everyone was sat before the television screen, their faces frozen in shock jaws wide and almost hitting the floor. The VHS showed Haley smacking Johnny Allen, making it look like he was dead. It showed Connor and Emma doing a run out with the cash. What's the proof Emma? We didn't kill Johnny. <laughs> it's proven what we've said all along. Yeah, Haley we just did. robbed Haley killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Send it a strange ways. <laughs> but then, rising from the ground, the video showed Johnny was fine. <gasps> he survived after all. So we didn't even, like, you know, bear witness to a murder because we didn't kill him. Haley killed him, but didn't kill him. Oh, my God. And from sound on the video, wow, this is good. It's got sound as well. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> Goes all out at war, Johnny, when he's doing his, you know, CCTV cameras. <laughs> it was clear he and Aunt Babe were more than just friends. <laughs> she helped him up, cleaned his wounds, but he showed her no affection, rewarding her smiles with a slap and shouting audibly that he wanted the Slaters dead and that he was going to kill them for all of this. I mean, doesn't it all make sense now? Aunt Babe was the one to give her that code that didn't work. Johnny Allen then suddenly appears. She probably called him. Mm-hmm. It's all part of our plan to get in his good books, wasn't it? See? We know your game. Me too. Aunt Babe on the video could be heard pleading with him, telling him he didn't need revenge. They could just run off together, go and build a new life in Portugal. <laughs> but Johnny preferred Ibiza and had got back with his ex-girlfriend, Tina Stewart. Oh, do you remember her? Nah, near do I. <laughs> <laughs> There's some blank looks. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw you first! And Babe could be heard screeching, only for Johnny to snigger and tell her she was nothing. Just a fling. Poor Aunt Babe. Back downstairs. Aunt Babe was enjoying her glass of whiskey and waiting for the transfer of her cash whilst the Slaters exchanged glares towards her. Connor, trembling, told his sister what he had done, but told her... He had done it to protect them. She assured him she would protect him and make sure he didn't get into trouble 
Besides, it was all Haley's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Still throwing Haley under that bus. <laughs> <laughs> that bus has completely <laughs> ran over Haley. Haley's now a smear on the floor from that bus. <laughs> Without warning, the doors to the Vic were kicked open and Dark Marvin, wearing his black leather jacket, entered, wielding a handgun. Oh! Ah! screams silence the pub choir of drunken slurs piano music and alcohol fueled laughter marvin looking a little drunk himself commanded everyone to get on the ground it was a siege a pub siege (laughs) it's like it's bond james bond james bond where are they where are the two who killed my ruby Dark Martin yelled, and Babe pointed to their direction, and the pair anxiously approached him. All right, and Babe. And now what? What a cow! We're getting our cash. I didn't do anything. It was you. I know. I love that. I love that you're now getting lumped into this one as well. It was all Haley's fault. <laughs> you sent him the video. Stacy yelled at Aunt Babe. I needed to know they weren't going to swindle me again. The old woman sniggered. Oh, God. It's back. Oh, my God, guys, prepare. Wait, there's two Martins? God, that sounds awful. That's even worse than the other one. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, nothing's actually as bad as my first one. Because the first one was really awful. It was like, wait, there's two Martins? (laughs) Sonia asked if you could guess that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've been waiting for her to come back so you can do it. Yeah. And just like someone else who's going to appear later on, we've been waiting for him to return, Lester. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All the best. All the best are back. Don't ask, Sonia. It's a long and very complicated story. No doubt Marvin will reveal the whole history in a spin-off. Stacey replied. This is the perfect inspiration for my new musical. Derek said since... Who Killed Lucy was such a big hit. I mean, it was. Bobby's got a t-shirt and everything. (laughs) Bobby's loving it. Yeah, he loves a bit of Who Killed Lucy. Shut it, the lot of you. Marvin screeched, his angry hand aiming the gun at everyone, even Aunt Babe. (gasps) God, no one's safe. Martin, I mean, Marvin. Listen, it's my fault. I killed her. I killed Ruby. The young Vic owner said. Ruby's dead? Stacy gasped. <gasps> Just take me. Leave the rest. Connor said, offering himself up. Oh, would you like me to be Bex? Yeah, why not? No, take me. Leave Connor. Bex said, offering herself up like a sacrificial lamb. Bex, what are you doing? Sonia asked. I'm wondering what Sonia's doing with her accent. I wish I could bake a cake. Filled with rainbows and smiles. And everyone would eat and be happy. Bex whimpered, her words confusing everyone. She doesn't even go here! Tommy called out. (laughs) Only we could manage to put references of Big Brother, Mean Girls, all these things into a fan fiction of of EastEnders. (laughs) Sonia quickly pulled her daughter away from Martin's evil twin preventing her from sacrificing herself. She couldn't allow that. Bex had to go to Oxford. Right, now I shall be taking over 
narrations. I felt like I was doing that whole, do you want me to be the cat? <laughs> I shall be the narrator. Marvin held up his gun once again, aiming it at Connor, who shut his eyes, ready to embrace his fate. Suddenly, Emma's hand wrapped around his, and he looked to see she was standing by his side. We'll do this together, Emma said. <gasps> oh, it's so sad. Like Thelma and Louise, Connor smirked with tears in his eyes. Like the two fat ladies, Emma tearfully laughed. <laughs> like George Galloway and Rula Lenska. <laughs> Connor laughed. <laughs> Would you like me to be the cat? Unsex me here! <laughs> 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 oh, really, that was just an excuse for me now to just get all of our like Galloway and Lenska life. If no one could see that, but I was being the uh, elephant that you <laughs> were. <laughs> I've always given you the much underestimated and under-talked about Rulalenska elephant. Look it up, guys. That is everything. Enough! Marvin shouted. That's when the most unthinkable thing happened. I mean, pretty much everything in this is unthinkable. (laughs) (laughs) The doors to the Vic burst open once again. How many doors is there on the Vic? (laughs) It's just like a bus station. (laughs) You know, circular. (laughs) The doors to the Vic burst open once more, and Marvin spun around, aiming his handgun towards the intruder, only to discover it was Ruby Allen. She was alive! (gasps) Oh my God, I'm innocent, Emma! I didn't kill her! I just almost murdered her! (laughs) That's much better! She also almost murdered you, so I guess you even... Cancels each other out. That's friendship now. (laughs) Yeah, friendship goes. With her were a pair of bouncers like, accompanying her like her own private security. Well, this should be interesting, Aunt Babe laughed, looking over at the dishevelled young gangster, with Catlia tripping from her clothes, suggesting she'd fell into a truck full when she was shoved off that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling that's very classic of like 90s and 80s TV shows and yeah. things of that way. Ever though someone fell off a roof, they always landed in something. Just happened to be a van with full of pills or something. <laughs> yes, past it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, before anyone could do anything, all their phones pinged. Despite being held hostage, Marvin allowed everyone to look, as he and Ruby had also received a text. That's very nice. That and should nice. be stopped at. That's a guy who's a professional siege <laughs> holder. <about. laughs> he takes his uh, siege holding very, very serious. It showed Johnny Allen the night he died. Except he didn't die the way Aunt Babe had told Ruby. He got up after Haley hit him and argued with Aunt Babe. I might not be the first woman in your life, but I'll make sure I'm the last. Aunt Babe could be heard yelling as she smacked him on the head a second time with the same large stone dog Haley had left on the floor. <gasps> Johnny fell and the video showed he didn't get back up <gasps> there we go we're free guys Yay! 
We're innocent. We never murdered anyone. Not even Haley. She Not didn't even do Haley. anything. She's innocent. She's innocent after all. And babe, murderer. <laughs> Ruby screeched as she revealed a handgun and aimed it at the woman. Tell my dad you're sorry. I still hate you all. I'm Doc Marvin. <laughs> Marvin yelled, aiming his gun at everyone. No more Doc Martin! Martin bellowed as he grabbed hold of the Queen Vic bust and swung it across Marvin's face, knocking him to the ground. Ruby aimed her gun at Martin, preparing to kill the man who killed her lover. But suddenly, States jumped upon her. This, this is for stealing my man! States yelled as she struck Ruby in the face. And this... This is for trying to kill my cousins, Stacy yelled again as she swatted Ruby's gun from her grip and raggled her by the hair. Dragging her off, the two went to the flower beds. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby! Marvin shouted in a grumbling voice. But as soon as he stood back up, sluggishly, Sonia appeared, giving him a slapping down for sleeping with her and breaking her heart. Go on, Dr. Son. Yeah, go on, Son. You teach him. Good work, Dr. Son. Emma declared. It's almost like, you know, <laughs> well done, guys. We <laughs> solved the mystery. Like, it's like Scooby-Doo-esque. I'm expecting it? him to come out and say, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for, it wasn't for those meddling slaters. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the nick of time, the police arrived with Jack, Callum and Grey, the pillars of the community, coming to save the day. Grabbing hold of Aunt Babe, they arrested her, just as she was about to pick up Marvin's gun and finish what he had started. She pleaded her innocence, but it was no use, as they, too, had received the text. I love this idea that all of all of Wolfat has received the text. Yes, as they would. Every Everyone. single person. The whole world. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person will have got that. That's yeah. how it works. That is. It'll have all went ping, 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 ping. <laughs> ah, how did you know? Babe screamed and yelled. We sent them the footage. Jay said as he slung the evidence across the bar to Jack. She tried to show Jack her footage of Connor shoving Ruby, but he said it was too grainy and Ruby was alive and couldn't be used as evidence. I curse you. Curse a lot of you. Aunt Babe uttered as she was dragged off and placed into a police car. Callum picked Marvin up and prepared to take him to join the murderous Aunt Babe when suddenly Derek stood up and professed his guilt. <laughs> it was me. I'm Dark Martin. It was all me. Take me instead. Derek announced. Derek, what are you doing? Connor asked. I took the blame once before when he was growing marijuana and I'll do it again. It's what his mother would have wanted. The music martyr declared. <laughs> As he prepared to get arrested for Pauline's son once more. <laughs> um, Derek... I'm Martin. That's Marvin. And Mum hated him. 
Martin said. <laughs> I love that. Hated him. So, like, just <laughs> let him go. Him. Yeah. Let him get arrested. Hate him. <laughs> oh, right. Bring me sunshine, anyone? Derek said, abandoning Marvin to his fate and returning to his beloved piano. Perfect. That's a happy ending in my books. Good work, Callum. You'll make a fine officer. But remember, this place, this is your home. And you'll always have a job here. Because we obviously need him to do our work for us. <laughs> yeah, I love the bit as well where you say, this is your home. I mean, it's everyone's home. We have got so many people living in the bank. We're going to have to start building up. <laughs> Don't worry, Callum. There'll always be a bed for you in the barrel storage. <laughs> Emma said as she hugged the new police officer farewell. I love that. It's giving us like Ahmed vibes. You know, when the whole family came to wave them off oh, on a cruise. We should have added that in. We should have all waved them <laughs> off. Bye. Bye. I mean, you practically did. You're like, don't True. worry. You'll always have a home here. <laughs> As if he's moving far, far away. He's just yeah. got a new job. <laughs> Unaware of all the commotion, Phil, Lola, Ben, Sharon, Danny and Lexi entered, looking shocked at the chaotic scene before them. Looks like we missed a party. <laughs> Phil chuckled. <laughs> Phil chuckled, sounding like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> the party is just getting started. Come on in, guys. I love how happy we are. <laughs> party time! Yes! Let's party! Connor declared as he rang the bell and Martin banged the jukebox on. Conga lines of dancing extras made their way from the pub into the streets as local families and friends celebrated Wolfhard fashion. Isaac found out Paddy was his father and then Paddy and Cherie left him to go on their holidays. So he was now drinking his sorrows and weeing in bushes. Phil and Emma laughed and celebrated their rising membership on their Girls Aloud fan site with Emma accepting his offer of West Ham tickets. She didn't know that it was a football team, of course. She thought they were a Westlife cover band. (laughs) (laughs) I also love that Girls Aloud have obviously not been a band for a while now. Yes, but they're still extremely, extremely loyal fans. Yeah, we're we're very loyal. Connor was busy serving drinks to the punters when he saw Lola looking down. Like literally or just... Just looking down, just looking down. Looking down and sat at the other end of the bar. Can we just start over and pretend all this ugliness never happened? Connor said as he handed Lola a double vodka and coke. Yeah, why not? I mean, really, we were always friends. Lola said, sounding nothing like Connor had done (laughs) her before, but it was the last chapter, so we're going with it. Reminding Connor of the good old days when he stole Jay from her. And she hated him. Oh, Aww. remember them good old days, Emma? Good old days. You were good friends. Good old days. Good, good old days. days. Everything had returned to normal. Cherry was found inside a cupboard, having been there the whole time. <laughs> it turns out it was Tommy that put her in there. Marvin had nothing to do with her disappearance after all. <laughs> oh, classic Tommy. I like how he played along and just pretended anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Marvin. That. Such a laugh. 
Yeah. You knows how to play a good joke, doesn't he? <laughs> Lewis had to have a, have a good laugh with everyone. Life and saw the party warm Marvin. Callum returned, having been retired from the police service for losing Marvin, who is now on the run and possibly on his way to Portugal to get his revenge on someone else. <laughs> Yay, Callum can man the bar! Yeah! <laughs> I love that. Now we don't have to work! Yay! Emma and Peter decided to take the plunge and started shipping themselves. Hashtag Pema! <laughs> <laughs> Lola was visibly pregnant, and both Peter, Jay, Danny Hardcastle, and Darren Miller looked worried. No one knows why Darren was back on the square, but it didn't really matter. <laughs> I like how one minute Lola's not even pregnant at all, with like not even yeah. made reference to it, then later we're like, oh yes, she is. <laughs> Well, to be fair, Emma, I did say she was looking down. True, true. <laughs> Probably looking at her stomach and wondering, should I be drinking alcohol? <laughs> Maybe she was giving it to someone else. She could have been buying it for one of true. our many love interests there. One of our many suitors. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Son had inspired Emma to take up medicine, whilst Ian had inspired Connor to take up blackmailing professionally. <laughs> Very different routes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having come late to the party, the Carters entered the pub, just in time to see it bouncing. Was that Aunt Babe being carted off? Linda asked. Yeah, she's been blackmailing us for months. Emma declared as she passed the pair an orange juice and a pint from Mick. Oh, look, you remember that order? Oh. He's like your best friends. Good friends, yeah. She was always a nasty woman, Linda said. Here he comes, big bad Mick, one last oh, time. There he is, Mick from the rigs. Might have to put him in for you one last time. Yeah, come on. <laughs> well, we're all better off without her. <laughs> Mick said, as he wrapped his arm around Linda and led her towards Derek and his piano to join in the chorus of singing. Watch out, Linda. It's not Mick. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to convince her that he was, in fact. <laughs> Mick. <laughs> Ruby approached Connor and Emma, and the pair were visibly unsure of what would follow. Truth? Ruby said. Yeah, why not? What's an attempted murder between friends? Connor smirked. I mean, what is an attempted murder between friends? I mean, look at Lisa and Phil. True, true. That is true. Yeah. He's laughing about being shot all these years later. <laughs> I'm sure we'll laugh about it. As well. <laughs> Besides, I've been dying to ask you, where have you got your hair done? Emma asked. Oh, see, Cherie, she's the only one who works in the salon. She has an amazing way of cutting your hair in a way that makes it look like it hasn't been touched at all. Ruby claimed with a smile. I'm sorry about shoving you off a flyover, Connor exclaimed. I'm sorry I <laughs> pointed a gun in your face and... Ordered your whole family dead. <laughs> Ruby laughed. We should hang out sometime, you know, when we're not at war with each other. Ruby suggested, which the pair eagerly accepted. <laughs> eagerly? <love> that. <laughs> Yay! Love, love that. We're best friends with Ruby. Friendship! <laughs> Stace and Ruby returned to their friendship, having settled their differences outside in the flower beds, where Ruby had confessed 
She knew it was Marvin all along, and that she would never betray her best friend by stealing Martin. That was beautiful. Best moment ever. I've just been speaking to Dottie, and she was telling me she hates liars. But apparently blackmailing, stealing, drug dealing, attempted murder, all these things she doesn't mind. Emma said as she stood between her brother and Kat. I think that's really big and very important for Dottie to outline, personally. (laughs) I think it's important to say liars are bad, but every other crime, fine. (laughs) Absolutely fine. Well, 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 I've heard she's been blackmailing Ian for the archers. Sure, it's not me, Denise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you might have heard the wrong information there for once. Denise interrupted before ordering one of Jean's vodka surprises. Suddenly, Haley emerged from the toilets, having missed most of the action. This is my new fella! Haley gurned. Hello, chicken. (laughs) Danny Hardcastle sneered. Guess this means we're family now. I don't know why it's become Texan. <laughs> Hello, chicken. Hello, t- <laughs> that's Jordy. Hello, chicken. <laughs> You're a wee pet. You're <laughs> <laughs> a <wee> chicken pet. <laughs> um, Hello, chicken. All right, all right. I can't do it. I can only do that, and I don't even think I'm doing it well. Chicken. Hello. <laughs> Hello, chicken. Hello, chicken. That's Hello, about all. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> why can't I do Daddy Hallcastle? Accents are not half auto. <laughs> No. Hello, chicken. I guess this means we're family now. You don't want to be part of our family. It's full of nutters, Connor quipped. I mean, I only just found out that our murderous cousin wasn't actually called Dominic at all. Imagine that. I've been writing him Christmas cards out for years. (laughs) I like to send my murderous cousin a Christmas card. (laughs) I still write to him in prison every year. Every year. It's Dermot. How do you not know that? He's family. You're family. Kat asserted, her eyes and voice agitated at the mention of her son. Oh, Kat, leave it out. He's not my family. Besides, I've got to go change a barrel, Connor said as he strutted off to the back of the Vic, followed by Kat. Calling out to his sister, the pair entered the back of the Vic and began to try and move their heavy barrels as Connor was far too delicate to lift one by himself. I mean, it's true. It just reminds me of when you got that wardrobe and you needed help moving it, and then I just moved it. Do you remember? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got this massive wardrobe, and it's like thick, heavy old wood, and (laughs) I couldn't move it at all. And Emma literally just goes like this, one hand, shoves it it straight long. (laughs) I'm weirdly strong. (laughs) She's actually like a trained martial artist. She's learned to focus all of her chi into one one hand. <laughs> How do you know my secrets? Yeah, and I can punch down a brick wall. <laughs> when you look at me, five foot one and like look like a 12 year old, um, you think, oh, Emma's not going to be strong. And uh, yeah, weirdly, I am. I love that. Don't say that. Kat said, her voice distressed and completely in contrast to the happy revelry going on in the pub. Don't say what? Emma asked. Connor just said Dermot ain't his family. Cat snapped. That was really good, actually. 
That was like not. <laughs> that, that was literally like one of my favourite ones. Well, he isn't really. I mean, where even is Redwater? And I laughed. I mean, where is Redwater? I cannot wait to start doing it. I know. I'm so excited. Just, just one more week, Emma. I know. We've got one more round up. Then, guys, it's Redwater yeah. time with Cat and Alfie or Kathleen. Yeah. Peg it in, you two. He's your family. That ain't ever gonna change. And after all this, after almost losing both of you. Family is the most important thing to me. I don't know what I'd have done if I'd lost you. Oh, you know, me cat's getting better now when it's coming yeah, to the end. See? The beginning was terrible. It's always so the typical. case. Cat said, her eyes tearful and her lips trembling. <laughs> you ain't our mother, cat. Connor laughed in a soft and playful voice. Yes, I am. Cat screeched. Oh, my God. Cat is our mum! Yes. Which means Andy Hunter and Cat are our real parents. Amazing. We are slaters after all! Yay! Yay! So, if Andy's our dad and Cat's our mum, it actually turns out in our fanfic that they met way, way, way before they met yes. on screen. So, they've met twice. When they were teenagers, they fell in love, then separated because Andy had to go about his business being a gangster. And, um, Kat had to do her stuff, whatever that was. <laughs> so if you want us to come back in the future with us any more, because look, we've left it on a cliffhanger. We could come yeah. back. Do let us know and we'll happily accept. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we have our final roundup for a while. <gasps> I can't believe it's happening. It's so, so distressing, Emma. Then the week after, it's Redwater time! Yes! And then we'll be also discussing some classic episodes the week after. So enjoy what we still have to come. But that's the end of Secret Slaters. Duh, 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 du